Hey, what's going on? Happy Saturday. Nick Kirby here. Welcome to Chatterbox Reds, proudly sponsored by DSC Commodities. This is your home for daily Reds content all spring training long. New episodes seven days a week, recapping each of the Reds Cactus League games. And on Saturdays and Sundays, I'll keep the podcast uh, short and sweet. I know you got a lot of stuff probably going on in the day. So we'll have short podcasts and we'll have a little longer episodes Monday through Friday. But nonetheless, your place, your home for recaps every single day for the Reds spring training action. Well, the Reds play the Diamondbacks on Friday night. I'll tell you about that in just a moment. Also, I'll give my thoughts a little later on Joey Votto and his interview with Dan Patrick. Some of the news, the injury news with uh, Nick Lodolo, Ian Jabot. Um, positive news with Noel Marte. Tell you all about that later on. But first, I want to tell you about our proud sponsor. That is, of course, Deep South Commodities. DSC is a leader in renewable commodities for biofuel production, specializing in used cooking oil collection, aggregation, and sales. Visit www.deepsouthcommodities.com for more information. Thanks, as always, to our friends at DSC. Well, the Reds pitching finally had a bad night in Cactus League play. The Reds got beat 12-8 to by the Diamondbacks on Friday night. But there were some really good standout performances, especially from some of the Reds' exciting young prospects. We'll start with the pitching side. Brandon Williamson, he positive he went three innings in this game, but he did give up five hits, three earned runs, no walks, three strikeouts, and gave a home run uh, to Kyle Garlick. Impressively, though, for Williamson, he has no walks this spring in five innings pitched. Well documented. That was his struggle pretty much all throughout the minor leagues. Um, seemed to get better with that as, as he got into the season and got more acclimated last year at the big league level. And so far this spring, pitching well with limiting walks at least so far. After the game, Williamson talked about the improvement of his slider. couple hits, big homer. You know, I've been working on a slider for two strikes. And um, going in, we knew that we, that's what we are going to be working on. And I just hung one. Um, I felt pretty good outside of that, though. I feel pretty good. I mean, my hand was in the right positions tonight. Um, I was throwing, you know, five pitches all that were moving exactly how I want them to. Um, now it's just a matter of getting my velocity back and, uh, you know, just, yeah, speed and, you know, mid-season form type stuff. Did you work on anything uh, in the offseason that you would try to, like, craft? or it, whether it's pitch, It was on your slider. slider. What yep. did you want to – did you add the pitch or did you just want to fine-tune it or what? I threw a different version of one last year. I kind of switched a little bit. Um, it's just uh, now I can throw it more comfortably. And, uh, you know, I can, I can use it more now. Carson Spires was the next man on the mound for the Reds. He got hit pretty hard as well. Two and two-thirds innings, four hits, three runs. Two of them earned. Did strike out two batters but walked one. He also gave up a home run to Kyle Garlick, who had a heck of a night for the Diamondbacks. Brent Suter surprisingly a rare occurrence. He really struggled with his command in this one. He only walked one batter, but he got behind in a lot of counts. Uh, he threw an inning, three hits, three earned runs. He did strike out two. Casey Legamina and Tyler Gilbert, they also gave up a run in each of their one innings of work. So it's just a tough night overall for the Reds pitching in the Arizona Diamondbacks, led by Corbin Carroll. He was three for three with a double in this one for the Diamondbacks. On the offensive side of the ball, it was mostly the prospects that shined for the Reds. Edwin Arroyo got another start at shortstop. 
He was on base both times. He was up a hit and a walk. He stole a base, and uh, believe it or not, he made another fine defensive play. Covered a lot of ground. The Cowboys said he thought the ball was for sure going to drop for a hit. So Edwin Arroyo continues to impress so far this spring. Jake Fairley, nice uh, night for him. Two for three with a double. Luke Maley staying hot this spring. He was two for two on base all three times that he was up. Blake Dunn, he was uh, recovering from an injury, I believe. He made his spring debut. This was the Reds' 2023 Minor League Player of the Year, guy that has started to fly up prospect rankings. He was 3-for-3 in his spring debut. One of his hits was an infield single showing off his great speed. So great to see Blake Dunn. He is a name to watch uh, this season for the Reds. He ended the year in double-A last year. Could he get the call all the way up to the show this year? We'll have to see, but he is definitely uh, a player to watch, uh, primarily a center fielder. Sal Stewart, he made his first ever appearance in an official spring training game. He was on base twice and also made a nice defensive play over at third base. His hit was an opposite field single. All right, to some injury news or sort of injury news. We'll start off on the Nick Lodolo front. This is courtesy of Charlie Goldsmith of the Cincinnati Inquirer. Charlie reported that David Bell said about Nick Lodolo, quote, we'll reevaluate it just to make sure we're completely on track. He'll have it rescanned. He's able to pitch without pain, but the recovery is not perfect yet. We're trying to make sure we're on the right track. We met with a doctor today. No major concern, but we want to make sure we're going in the right direction because he's been dealing with this for so long. Once we have all that information, hopefully he stays on the right track. Early next week, we'll know for sure. Um, some additional reporting said if Lodolo doesn't make a start by next week, probably won't be ready for the start of the season. Look, I it's frustrating. I'm sure it's more frustrating for Lodolo than anyone else at this point. And it's frustrating um, that, that Lodolo just hasn't been able to fully get over the hump to get back, but... Look, I think the Reds are being cautious here because the last thing they want is this guy to, you know, get close to pitching in a major league game or pitch once or twice in a major league game and then have another big setback. So, uh, you know, you you hope that this is just some early career uh, injuries. Um, I know a guy like Zach Wheeler comes to mind when I, when I think about pitchers that had a lot of early injuries and then just kind of moved past that and have stayed relatively healthy and been well. Nick Lodolo is healthy. He is, I believe, a absolute well above average major league pitcher. So hopefully uh, he can get in that direction. And if he's not ready for opening day, it's not the end of the world. The Reds do have that depth, but the red ceiling goes up quite a bit if they do get a healthy Nick Lodolo for at least part of this season. All right, some other injury news. Uh, Ian Jabot, he's been dealing with a right forearm injury. He still has not resumed throwing. You would probably think at this point, He's probably unlikely to be ready for opening day, so uh, that will uh, kind of shift around some of the bullpen discussions that we'll, I'm sure we'll get into more as the spring goes on. Um, around the NL Central, Wade Miley is, quote, a 50-50 shot of being ready for opening day, so the Brewers uh, dealing with some injuries as well. All right, Joey Votto, he went on the Dan Patrick Show, and as he does every time he goes on the Dan Patrick Show, made some headlines Joey Votto said he has not got an offer yet from a major league team. 
Uh, Votto in this interview, he sounded very down about the entire process. Not entirely sure if it was kind of a uh, a bit as Joey likes to do from time to time, or if it was really down. I I leaned. I think he was kind of just down and um, kind of frustrated with the whole process. Look, obviously, a lot of Reds fans are like, please sign this guy. I, I get it, man. Joey's um, uh, a franchise icon. Uh, the the minute he retires, I hope the Reds are working on a statue outside of. Great American Ballpark, retiring his number, uh, changing uh, one of the roads downtown to Joey Votto Way, or you know all that that kind of stuff. I just, I, I just don't think it makes sense for the Reds. Number one, the Reds, you know, they brought in a guy in, in Mike Ford, uh, who, quite frankly, outperformed Joey Votto last year, and they got Ford on a minor league deal, so there's no expectations that he has to make the team so he's easy to cut he could even potentially go down to the minor leagues and be depth for the Reds where Joey Votto is not going to do that and then you know secondly it's just you're putting it David Bell and I think in a really really bad spot where he's got to figure out how often do I play Joey Votto uh, and then if, if if the Reds get to a point where they have to cut Joey Votto after a month or two months it just it, it, it seems like it could be a unnecessary distraction, and I know he could he could help some of the younger players, but look, this is a year where the Reds are full-on competing. Uh, Nick Crawl said there's no moral victories of being competitive. Said I think he said that's a loser's mentality. Uh, we want to win games, and every roster spot for the Reds is crucial, especially with some platoon situations and, and spots that players that need to be platooned. So... I just don't think it makes sense for the Reds. I get why so many want him back. Uh, I, I have sympathy for Votto as well. It it stinks that he's kind of going through this and hasn't been able to to find a job. I think there are situations that would make a lot more sense to Joey where uh, there's not as much pressure and not as much, uh, uh, you know, it'd be a lot, a lot less pressure of a situation if he went to a team like the LA Angels. And, you know, if they have to cut him in the middle of the year, it's, it's no big deal. You, know, you shake hands, you move on. Joey Votto, it, it could could make it a little bit of a, um, at least an uncomfortable situation. So, uh, again, love Joey. I uh, hope he signs somewhere. I hope he has a great year. I uh, just don't think it's probably the right fit for the Reds right now. All right. Well, the Reds back in action Saturday, 3.10 p.m. They're going up against the Colorado Rockies on the road out at Salt River Field. That's in Scottsdale, Arizona. No TV for this one. But the game will be on 700 WLW. And some good news. Noel V. Marte is set to make his spring debut. So really looking forward to that. Uh, Marte has been fine. uh, But the Reds have taken it very easy with him. He's coming back off of a hamstring injury that he suffered in winter ball. uh, But all reports, he's fine, ready to go. And uh, should be ready for the opening day roster. So we will certainly be um, watching, but on Saturday, listening (laughs) Uh, uh, to Noel Marte in his debut. Uh, Brad's pitcher scheduled to go on Saturday. Hunter Green will get the start. We'll hopefully get to hear a little bit more about his uh, curveball and splitter. Nick Martinez, the next guy up. Uh, Julian Aguiar, fine Reds prospect, also scheduled to pitch. And Lucas Sims. Reds will be going up against Cal Quantrill starting for the Colorado Rockies. Well, I hope that you have a fantastic Saturday. Uh, On Chatterbox Sports today is Chatterbox Bearcats. Bearcats hosting Kansas State at 7 o'clock.
Chatterbox Bearcats usually goes live with about four minutes left in the game and then recaps the game at the end. So Chatterbox Bearcats live at Chatterbox Sports on YouTube uh, Saturday night. And then if you miss that, Chatterbox Bearcats is available everywhere you get podcasts um, on Sunday morning. Well, again, have a great Saturday. Most importantly, go Reds.